This is the live feed. It's your connection to live music and entertainment in Winona. Support for this program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Tonight on the live feed, we are joined in the studio by Yam House. Yam House is a Minneapolis-based band that seamlessly blends synth-pop and rock to create their own infectious sound. The band is currently playing in support of their acoustic EP titled The Stargazer Sessions. We asked the band to come into the studio to perform some songs off the album, and we're glad they did. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Yam House on tonight's live feed. You guys want to go around and introduce yourselves? We got four of you here, so I'll let you guys do the introductions and let us know what you play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, My name is Lars, and I sing and play the guitar. My name is Seth, and I play lead guitar. My name is Jake. I play drums. My name is Zach, and I play the bass. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate appreciate you guys being here. Um, now, you guys have garnered some uh, good reviews and some uh, a lot of attention from your debut album, Stargazer. Um, it's very synth rock. Um, and now you have an acoustic EP out called Stargazer Sessions? Correct. So, um, and it shows kind of a different side of the band through some of the same tunes. Um, why did you decide to put out an acoustic EP at this point? I think for us, we knew we had that side to our songwriting where we wanted to just play the songs um, without the production or a lot of the bells and whistles on it. Mm-hmm. So I think partly for that reason. And then also, we really just wanted to give our fans a chance to kind of get like a fresh take on the songs. Okay. To kind of like, I don't know, just get them excited about them all over again, sort of. Right. Okay, cool. And it's got kind of a more intimate sound, too. It's it's kind of cool to hear songs like that stripped down. I think it's a real testament to the song when it still stands up, you know, without all the other instrumentation. That's pretty cool. So are your current shows, are you uh, uh, doing an acoustic set, or how does that work? It's, it's really a wide variety. We kind of play to whatever fits the room and the vibe and the energy, so... House shows are obviously generally more stripped back, kind of similar to our EP that is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, generally play full band with you know full drum sets and big guitar amps and a lot of rock and roll. Okay, okay. So tonight uh, at Ed's is that going to be an acoustic show or more of a rock and roll show? I think it'll be more rock and roll. Okay, we haven't it'll seen be heavy metal. Yet. It'll be heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> You're bringing Beyond. the energy. Heavy metal. <laughs> All right, and you mentioned the house shows. Um, now that's something I noticed on your website, house concerts. How does that work? What is that? Yeah, uh, that was something we started early on into being a band, uh, where we just wanted uh, venues to play in when we didn't have a lot of places to play early on Mm -hmm. and that was a great way to share our music before we actually had anything released so it was kind of a cool way of letting people into what we were going to put out in the future uh and that was just something that we'd love to do because it's like a personal way to play music and connect with people uh and there's a good play on the name house show h-a-u-s so it's a branding thing it's a branding (laughs) right right speaking of the name um where does that come from yam house well, Sweet Potato Shack was already taken, so um, we had to just default to Yam House. Um, yam stands for you we are me. Vegetable. Yeah, we, vegetable. Yeah, we really like vegetables, and, and we like structures and architecture, so we put it together. <laughs> Is it yam and vegetable? I think so. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All that to say, it has nothing to do with sweet potatoes, but um, 
Yam is actually an acronym that we made up. We were all living together in a house called the Yam House at the time when the band formed. Okay. And we had already been organically calling it that. And we were mm-hmm. trying to find a name, and we couldn't find one. And somebody actually who was working with us was like, what if you guys just called it the name of your house that you're all living in? And we were like, oh, that's a good point. So all I guess right. we just went with that. But Yam, we, we really decided to make it something that reminds us you know, what we're trying to do and who we are and kind of gives people like an idea as to what our message might be from like a 50,000 foot view, mm-hmm. which EM stands for you are me, which is our take on sort of like treat others the way you want to be treated. Oh, nice. And if that, I think if that concept can get brought, if we can become something that ends up in the mainstream, I think that's something that deserves to be in the mainstream. Cause I think if more people treated each other, how they wanted to be treated, mm-hmm. the world would be like a way better place. Cool. I like that. That's very cool. Um, now, you guys have been around for, what, a, a little over a year or something like that? Yeah, a little over a year. A yeah, year. August of 2017 was when we officially, like, signed our blood oath pact. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you're in it for the long haul now, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so how did you guys uh, meet and form the band? You said you lived in a house together. Did you know each other before that then? or? Yeah, so uh, Lawrence and Seth and I um, knew each other, like, in high school. We were mm-hmm. from the same hometown. And we like grew up playing music with each other and uh, went off to college, kind of did our own thing and then ended up coming back and realizing we wanted to start a band. And then uh, we knew Jake from just the Minneapolis music scene, just being around. Um, and he's the one who kind of completed the whole Yam House thing. We cool. weren't really anything until Jake jumped in. So yeah, we grew up with each other and then now Jake is just part of the fam. Like he's one of us. Nice. Yeah. He completed the circle now with did, those yeah. drums. Excellent. Over time, I'm just going to start telling the story like I grew up in Michigan with Jake. And just see if anybody knows his... We're going to switch the story. <laughs> yeah, we're going to switch up, the story huh? as time as time goes on. Make it a mystery, a myth out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Lars, you want to uh, go ahead and play a song for us? or? Absolutely. Okay. Cool. All right, so we're going to hear uh, Stargazer then, huh? Absolutely. This is an acoustic rendition of Stargazer. It sounds like how it'll sound on the Stargazer Sessions EP, which comes out tomorrow. Awesome. Just a step away from everything she said. Well, anything that she could ever want is right in front of her. She could never pay for someone else to say. Well, she's trying to get across to you. Yeah, she's a star.
She flies away. Oh, oh. She's gonna get what she wants. She's gonna get what she wants. Oh, yeah. I'm just watching now. Oh, she's a star. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'd like to thank the Academy and my mom. <laughs> cool. Now, that's the title track off your debut. Um, is there a certain uh, a special meaning behind that? Like, is it about someone in particular? Yeah. So what's really cool about that song is it was one of the first songs, actually, we wrote with our producer, Mark. And it was a funny day because I had this verse idea that was... Um, very like red hot chili peppersy kind of. It was like mm-hmm. just a step away. Okay. And it was like I didn't really have a chorus. I was kind of like almost just like riffing on the chorus instead of actually singing something. Mm-hmm. And Mark actually had this chorus melody that was completely separate. And he had this idea about his daughter. So Mark is our producer, oh. Mark Hammerman. And and just like him, like in love with his daughter, who is in love with the stars and the world and has her whole life ahead of her. But he really just had She's a Stargazer, and he, mm-hmm. that's all he kind of really had, um, Dream Chaser. Uh, but he didn't really know, like, where it was going to go, maybe, and he kind of showed it to me. And I was like, man, what if I just Frankenstein it, signed it with this idea? Um, and I ended up, for me, really making it about um, this girl that really broke my heart, which is kind of interesting because okay. it's in one like sense, it's kind of about, like, a girl with her whole life ahead of her that you're just, mm-hmm. like, supporting and in awe of. Um, but then in another sense, it's sort of like that girl that breaks your heart, but like you guys part ways, but like you're kind of wishing her the best. And it's sort of right. this sad thing, which the acoustic version for sure, like hits more of where I'm the, my vein on it a little bit. Uh-huh. And then the version that we recorded obviously kind of hits more of like the upbeat, like your whole life ahead right. of you. Like, like more like, let's go get it girl. Right. Right. So cool. That's awesome. Um, and you know, like you said, it's it's uplifting that uh, the original one on the debut, um, and your music is often like that. You got you know infectious dance grooves kind of going on. You got uh, some soothing ballads. Um, 
Where do you draw the inspiration from for that uh, variety there? I would say it's personal experience meets all of us being fans of music and competitively getting in the studio and asking ourselves, what's the best song we could make? Mm. I would say, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like pretty, it's pretty much that simple. I mean, we all have like personal lives and things that we pull from, right? but we're all very like competitive and, and like passionate musicians who, who, and like fans of music who want to make the best music. So okay, just like wrestle it out. Cool, cool. Yeah. So then, so do you guys write like that? Do you write together collaboratively, or does one person bring an idea in? How does that work? Yeah, it's kind of a. I mean, the the process is that we don't really have like a formula process mm-hmm. created, so it really varies. This first record, Lawrence and Mark spent most of the time together in the studio making these songs, um, and then as the band, you know, forms and the relationships creatively gets strengthened and we, we begin to have that trust with each other in the studio and writing songs together. We all have, we all have ideas. We all have mm-hmm. different ways that we create. And so now it's just a matter of bringing them together and making it even a more, um, yeah, having even more flavors as a result of the more mm-hmm. people that are part of kind of what's happening. So yeah. cool. Um, it's definitely developing in process right now. Okay, okay, so it's kind of going in an organic direction where you all kind of bring in your influences on Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, great. Um, well, uh, we got a 30-minute show here, and we got some, uh, we don't want to talk too much. We want to get some more music in, so sure, you want to sure. play another yeah, tune absolutely. for us? Absolutely. Yeah, what song would you want to hear? Um, the West Coast one? The West Coast one, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Sweet. All right, this song is called West Coast. So much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in Now don't you look at me sideways with those eyes Always acting like you ain't got the time I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside But you got a reason to sing And you're finding this Cause you can't hold on to what's inside your heart What's good or bad or maybe somewhere in between I'm getting older trying to find out what you mean And in the end I guess some time is really what you need but these days I've been stumbling into the dark Trying to forget all the bitter parts It's heavy luggage that I put down Cause I finally see it Well then, ooh, I've got a reason to see And ooh, I'm finding this sunny And ooh, I'm going back to the start Cause I can't hold on Oh, I said 
inside your heart, what's inside your heart, what's inside your heart, and what you're doing has cut me to the bone, but I don't want to be sad no more, why you want to keep running that lonely road, cause you don't want to be sad no more, so I've been hanging on the west coast, yeah I've been hanging on the west coast, yeah I've been hanging on the west coast, and you can find me on the west coast. What's inside your heart? What's inside your heart? What's inside your heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, you got a, you got a reason. Ooh, oh, la, 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 la. Nice. Very nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I love it. Yeah, now, great. now both those to- tunes are uh, on both records, right? They're on the uh, Stargazer album and the Stargazer session. Correct. Yep. Okay. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so they that's... sound a little bit different. Definitely a lot more stripped back in the studio for the right. West Coast Stargazer sessions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Now, did you guys record uh, both at the same time? I mean, because it's called Stargazer sessions. I was just wondering, does that did that come out of the same uh, recording sessions or? Uh, they weren't the same session, but we, I think we did it like, how long ago? In the summer, in July. We did it in the summer. Yeah, and we actually recorded them all on, on video too. So as we recorded them live in the studio, we got like video of each song. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Are there videos online then that we can check out? Yeah, there's a couple up right now. Spoke too soon. soon. The one that isn't on our Stargazer record that made like the EP. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a video of that. There's a video of Stargazer. There's a video of West Coast. Coming soon. Yeah, we'll probably drop it this week or something. Yeah. So, and those okay. videos are cool. They kind of, it's in our studio in Hudson, Wisconsin. It kind of sets the vibe for the whole EP, mm-hmm. so it's cool. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you recorded it right in Hudson then? Yep. Okay. Bo- both things, yeah. Okay. Yep. Is that like a, uh, you mentioned you had a producer. Was it his studio or was, is it, do you guys have your own studio? It's actually our going? label studio. Um, we okay. have like a little boutique label that we're working with that's really just like family they're amazing it's really it's truly a family who um they own a business in hudson and they are like sort of helping us do this and we're like one of maybe two or three artists on their label but really we're kind of their first um guinea pig of trying to do this whole music thing so it's been really fun they they brought mark in okay nice um and then you know i are you guys on tour right now, uh, supporting this EP, or are you just doing some dates here and there? We're just doing some dates. Yeah, we have uh, our main show is tomorrow night in Minneapolis at the Astro Cafe. Okay. And that one is going to be super fun. That's sold out like really, really fast, which oh, is cool. nice. Um, but yeah, we're playing a couple places, not like in direct support of this EP. Okay. Um, but we've just been playing around a lot. We played outside last weekend in St. Paul. Did you really? Yeah, at the St. Paul Winter Carnival. It was insanely oh, wow. cold outside, yeah. Wow, how does that work? It was crazy. We were on a stage, (laughs) and there was like uh, the stage was heated. So if you were standing at one spot in the stage, it was like ninety degrees because you had like a heater on you, Mm -hmm. and you take two steps to the left, and then it's like thirty degrees, and so you can't move too much, or else you're like going back and forth. But it was fun. (laughs) Right, right. We had a couple issues with guitars being a little confused on what temperature actually was outside, right? (laughs) And having to retune, but that's okay. It's a battle. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as it worked, that's fantastic. Playing outside. That's true Minnesotan. True right Minnesotan band, right? We want to get shirts made that say, we played outside the week of the polar vortex. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. That's brave, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> so, you know, speaking of touring and dates, and uh, I want to go back to the, the house shows. Now, have you guys done a lot of those? And and how, if someone wanted to bring you to their house, how does that work? How do you uh, hook that up? We've done many. And like Jake was saying earlier, it's what we did at the beginning because it's really the only option we had. We mm-hmm. couldn't really convince anybody to think we're cool enough to actually book a cool venue. <laughs> but um, now that that's changed a little bit, really the reason we do them is because it's actual connection. It's a real way to actually build a mm-hmm. real fan base of people that support you and look you in the eye and yeah. you can tell their story. Or you can tell them your story and you can hear their story and it, it feels way more real than just like jumping on a stage and acting trying to act really cool right yeah most of the time we're like in someone's living room and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like bells and whistles right. so when we play like a yamaha show like at a club or a venue we'll try to have lights and everything is timed out really well and it's like a big production mm-hmm. but when we're at a house show it's like we stop in between songs and we're talking to the people like we're just sitting in a room because we literally are just sitting like in a small room together and it's it's really fun. It's a different Yamaha spin, but it's super, super fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can uh, people get hooked up with that through your website, or how do, how do they do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so if you just go to our website, there's a tab for house shows, and mm-hmm. it kind of lays out like just kind of what they are, what they're about, how they work, and then if people are interested in actually like hosting one, mm-hmm. um, there's just a document attached to our website that they can look up and get in touch with us. And yeah, it's super com. super simple. I mean, we try to make it as easy as possible because it's it's the days of like having this massive list of barriers to like share music i think is pretty ridiculous so being able to just like show up in someone's home and have like a fun evening they're probably some of our most memorable shows yeah um overall i mean we've had some amazing shows and and some clubs but they're all at the end of the day just like black boxes with lights and you can't really interact in the same way right you know right as a living room so Cool, cool. And I just want to point out that uh, Jake interjected there. It's yamhouse.com, right? Yep, that's right. Cool. Just our name, yamhouse.com. Okay, great. And house is spelled H-A-U-S. So yeah, a little German influence there. Right, yeah. sure, sure. Schnitzel. And <laughs> <laughs> like so, sauerkraut. Right. So if anyone's out there and wants to do a house show with uh, Yamhouse, go to their website, yamhouse.com. Yeah. Hit us up. Check it out. Um I'll say one thing about the mm-hmm. house show thing that's kind of an add-on I was thinking about. Really, the, reason, the whole reason, that's part of partly where the Stargazer Sessions idea came from is because we were forcing the songs into smaller spaces, and house shows are kind of how that happened. Like, organically, we were okay. like, oh, man, we have all these versions of these songs right. with, with just, like, basically what we can do with our instruments alone and with, you know, like, smaller, like, Jake uses a cajon mm-hmm. and, like, a little popcorn snare, and we just kind of strip it all back. Right. And so we are like, man... And people would, would comment to us, like, hey, we would love to hear these songs on Spotify. Like, well, I, like, I like those versions better. Like, some people would say that. Oh, wow. And so we were like, man, we might as well just, like, get into our studio and just do them live. Right. And we wanted it to be as, like, organic and, like, real sounding as possible. Like, it really is just, like, press record and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't want it to be too polished or anything. Um, so that's kind of just for the record, like the house shows inspired the Stargazer sure. Sessions. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, great, great. And then when you are in the studio, like you mentioned, it's stripped down. You did the uh, the EP live then? You just played it mm-hmm. live in the studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's all live. And we did do some 
um, for video purposes, we did play like to it again so that you get mm-hmm. a different angle oh, sure. for a couple like close up things. Yeah. But that's like the only like production thing we did. Okay. Um, the takes you hear are one take and there, I mean, we obviously probably did two or three for each just to make sure we pick our favorite ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Mark heavily auto-tuned my voice because I can't actually sing. But besides that, <laughs> everything's really organic and raw. Completely organic. <laughs> Completely. It's kind of going like a T-Pain, like a T-Pain acoustic. <laughs> actually, for the record, isn't T-Pain like really good at singing? Yeah, like we, we watched a Tiny Desk concert, yeah. NPR of, of T-Pain, yeah. and he's like so talented. <laughs> really? He's saying, buy you a drink, and I was like, I'm going to buy you a drink. And he's like, no auto-tune, just crushing wow. it. Wow. And we're like... <laughs> All the hate he's gotten. Anyways. Amazing. Interesting. Yeah. It's, the op- it's the same kind of thing with Lawrence, except opposite. Yeah, so, opposite. yeah. We, we, don't, we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't use any auto tune, but I actually can't sing. <laughs> Whereas T Pain uses auto tune, but he can sing. So, it's flipped. Kind of a flip thing. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think our listeners might disagree. I think you can. Uh, I think you got a great voice. So thanks, thanks to the technology here at this amazing, <laughs> amazing recording yeah, studio. Over there. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Oh boy! And then, as far as your recording process goes, like with the uh, uh, the debut Stargazer, yeah. did that work the same way? Did you play stuff live, or did you track it out? How do you uh, go about that when you're making a record like that? We have a circus leader named Mark Hammerman, who I mentioned earlier. Our producer is like. If you're a Beatles fan, he's like the George Barton to our Beatles. Okay. And he sort of is like the coach and the one like grooming us. Mm-hmm. And in today's technology, we'd be lying if we said we got in a room and just pressed record. We definitely cheated and recorded things way after the fact and kept adding more things and then peeled things back. And it was a very long process with that first album. Not in like a like, like I, we liked it at every stage, but it just kept getting better, nice. which is sort of why we wanted to start working. Like we're always working on music. Um, like the recording process really has continued for us in a, at least like a remote, like, like competitive way. Cause we're always looking for better sounds and for cooler mm-hmm. stuff. And, and Mark sort of has been the, like the, like driving force to help us like stay on track with that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. So you have fun in the studio. It wasn't tedious at all, huh? It is nice too. With, I mean, just with the, the family that this label's like kind of brought us into is it's so low pressure mm-hmm. and there's so much time that we feel like we really don't have to feel like the you have two weeks to like start to finish finish an album like yeah. right it's not that it's not set up that way so it really allows for like a whole different vibe right is, right you can tell for sure. opens that up to more creativity i'm sure yeah, mm-hmm. yeah excellent um and then i also want to go back to the touring a little bit again yeah. um do you have any cool or fun stories from the road? You said that uh, the Yam House shows are really fun. Um, do you have any fun stories? We had a grandma in Winona. Not an actual grandma, but a man dressed as a grandma. Rochester? <laughs> Dang it, not Winona. It was Rochester. We're in Winona right now. We're in okay. Winona right now. My name is Lawrence. I also go by Lars. It's very confusing. Um, anyways, one time we were in Rochester, and we were playing West Coast, like second song in, and on like this breakdown part, um, this guy dressed as a grandma came out and started like break dancing and like threw his, his uh, it was supposed to be a girl, but I mean, he was a guy dressed as a grandma and he like threw the walker and started in like a break dance circle, nice. like formed. And that was actually like, like, what is like, going on? Pretty now? crazy. I enjoyed that. Wow. We were in, uh, we were in Chicago one night and, uh, we had just played like a bunch of big gigs in Minneapolis that were, like, were so fun and like very well attended. And then we went to Chicago and like a new territory is just harder to play in. 
Mm-hmm. And we were playing in Chicago at like 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. Oh, wow. And so like not a lot of people showed up. Like mm-hmm. So we were like, wow, this is crazy. And then I get a text from Lawrence who's like a half mile down the road at a stand-up comedy bar. And Lawrence is like, dude, I got on the bill. I'm going up to do a stand-up comedy routine. No way. And so we just got done with this gig. We're all kind of like, what's going on? And then like Lawrence texts me and goes, dude, you got to come down and watch me do a stand-up comedy routine on a Sunday night at like 1 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. We're like, dude, what is going on right now? Definitely the weirdest night of tour so far. I, I have to explain it. I have to explain that because it was my friend from high school, Seth's friend as well. We knew him. He's in Seth's grade and he is like into stand-up comedy down in chicago and he was like last minute he his friend ran this open mic and he just like put like totally knew i had no idea what i was doing (laughs) and totally knew that i'm enough of like an attention seeker that i'll say yes to anything nice that he just was like dude you should do it i'm gonna get you on like get you to do it and i was like awesome i'll do it and so i did it and i spent probably two minutes just like basically crying in front of an audience of people that hated me immediately. <laughs> it was really good for my like soul. Oh, that's hardcore. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the comedy critics are harder than the music critics yeah, in Chicago, for sure. Oh, I bet. Way I bet. Different. Comedy's tough, man. Comedy's tough. Find something about Oh, yeah, we were in Dubuque, Iowa, at this little bar, yep. and... Uh, this, we got there and they were like, oh, this guy's opening up for you. His name's Alex Wiley Coyote. And we're like, oh, cool, right on. <laughs> and he gets up there and it's just him and he plugs in like a little keyboard synthesizer really thing. And uh, he has his guitar and it's just him and he's like pressing these drum like drum loops that are just going like... Oh, sweet. And we're like, like what's going Casio on? the old Casio keyboard. Exactly, you know? it was old Casio. Casio. And then Casio. he... Uh, his song, his first song, what was the first song called? I'm Gonna Kill You. I'm Gonna Kill You is what was the name <laughs> of the first song. But wow. it was like really playful. I totally got it. I got it right away. It was it, it was like kind of like a bit, but like... It was kind of a bit. And then he was he did a song about how when it rains, it's hard to see the lines in the middle of the road. Like that was Which, the gist of the song. The world wow. needs more songs written about that. And so we were standing in the back, all four of us, just looking at each other like... Set that family there. I had my aunt and uncle from like half an hour away that... I don't see that often and are very new to like what I'm doing in, in this music career world. Sure. And their first experience is the opening, this opening guy being like, I'm going to kill gonna you. I'm going to kill you. He's like, wow. I'm going to na 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 and kill you. My nephew's like, just doing great wow. things in the world. <laughs> the ultimate dry humor for an opening act. It was awesome. Shout out Alex Wiley-Cody. Wherever you are, we love you. We support you. Keep it up. <laughs> awesome. Oh man. Well, um, we're past the 30 minute mark, but I'm having fun. If you guys want to stick around and play another tune for us, uh, maybe we can do that. Absolutely. Would you rather me do like more of like a like ballady, quieter tune or more of an upbeat tune? Um, well, let's uh, spoke too soon. That's not on the other album. Should That's, we do that one? Yeah, it's a brand new one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's do that one. Sweet. Okay, so we're going to hear another tune here. It's uh, called Spoke Too Soon, which isn't on Stargazer. So go ahead and pick up that EP if you want to get this tune. Absolutely. Yeah, this is Spoke Too Soon off of the Stargazer Sessions EP. And I know what you want. And I know what you need. And we can take this far. Just listen to me. And I could sing this song. And buy some shiny things Just take a look around You see what I mean But in the spring we get 
got confused Now it's me and my delusion And I was sure Thought I could see The future laid in front of me But I spoke too soon Yeah, I spoke too soon I thought I loved you Now, how many tunes are on the uh, acoustic EP? Seven. Seven. Which makes it, from technical standpoint, not an EP. But I talked to the guy at TuneCore, and I just need to clarify, it's technically going to look like an album on our Spotify, but I promise mm-hmm. you it's not album two. <laughs> you, like, you know if it's seven songs, it has to be, we had no idea. an LP. And we're like, ugh. We left it anyway, <laughs> so we talk about it EP, like it's yeah. an EP. We'll yeah, just say in our EP. hearts, it's an EP. Right. Album number exactly. two is coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so are you working on album number two right now? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. we're excited. We, are, uh, we had like a ton of songs. We're still writing to this day, but we had like a little like session a while ago, like kind of like whittling it down. Mm-hmm. We're super excited. Mm-hmm. The new songs are sweet. Like, nice. Really excited. Yeah. Nice. So you guys are really busy. You're playing out a bunch, and you're uh, in the studio again. Fantastic. It's kind of funny. When we first started the band, it was so much rehearsal and just prepping to play shows mm-hmm. and finishing the music for album number one right. for Stargazer. 
Uh, and now it's a little bit different where it feels like it's kind of all areas at once where we're playing right. music live, you know, we're planning for album number two, we're releasing the Stargazer sessions, uh, we're doing marketing stuff. So it's kind of all of it at once as opposed to just one thing being the focus. But We're still even promoting album one. I mean, really, yeah. the whole world still doesn't know really much about Stargazer. So mm-hmm. we're happy to still play and talk about and promote it. But we're clear that like we just need to keep moving forward and keep writing more because that's kind of what we want to do. Excellent, excellent. And uh, and you guys have a, another show coming up pretty soon here, or something at the Fine Line, I heard? Yeah, we just announced an April 5th um, Fine Line show, which is a, an awesome club in downtown Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a big show. It's with a band called Early Eyes and a band called Last oh. Import. And um, yeah, if you're listening to this, make the drive on up from Monona and come see us on a Friday night, April 5th in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, We're so pumped. Cool. Yeah, we did a show on Early Eyes a few months back. Great band. You guys got a good scene going on up there. I love it. So then, you know, about uh, speaking of of dates coming up and stuff like that, how can people find out about your dates and uh, the music and all of that? Yeah, yamhouse.com has pretty much everything that we have announced and everything, but our socials, we're pretty active on like our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and we're big K-pop um, reaction video YouTubers. That's like our thing. <laughs> so we put so a video. We put a video that, out yesterday out. reacting. Do you know what K-pop is? Like yeah. K-pop? Yeah. And we put a video out yesterday, and it's at like thirty thousand views already. Yeah, we, we've really? We've awoken the, the K-pop. <laughs> and we didn't do a very good job at it, so the comments are just people like are, people trashing us. There's a, very, there's a very passionate fan base that lives within K-pop, and they do not appreciate <laughs> people who don't understand K-pop talking about K-pop, which is fair. Right. So we do have a, an active really YouTube channel, and we're kind of like a little bit of everywhere. So if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, okay, we're on LinkedIn. Please check yeah, us out. Patrick's on LinkedIn. If you Patrick's want to check out LinkedIn. our manager, Patrick, he's on LinkedIn. Are you on? Who's on Bumble? Anyone? I am. That's Zach. Yeah. I, have, I have an account. <laughs> I have an account on Bumble, and it's just to get people to come to Yamhouse. Yeah, it's just I don't even Yam, know what Yam Bumble is. It's like a dating website or app, <laughs> yeah. but it just uh, in my bio it says "Come to Yamhouse. Come to a Yamhouse show." <laughs> Zach is just nice. putting it all on the line for Yamhouse. Yeah. That's why we love him. You know, he leaves everything on the field. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so if really, if you want to find out more about shows and stuff like that, it's yamhouse.com would be the best place to start. That's the yeah. best yes. place. That's okay. Great. There's cool. like an events tab that we put everything under. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And then for your uh, music, I'm assuming all the normal platforms, Spotify, iTunes, things like that. Yep. Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere you can find music on the internet. Hopefully we're there. Lime, Even Napster. You, Napster, LimeWire. LimeWire. <laughs> winter, WinterWire. What was the other one? Winter. For, winter. There's like a no. There's like a winter one, like a blue one, whatever. <laughs> we we. If you want to pirate our music, go right on ahead. <laughs> cool. It's 2019. Live your live your truth. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Well, as we wind down here, uh, you want to play another tune for us and play us sure. out? Absolutely. What yeah. do you got for us now? This is a song called "Get Somewhere." This is on both our debut album and on the Stargazer Sessions EP. So enjoy. Okay. Oh 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 oh. for you now and then are you gonna be my friend I 
exactly where I tried to get to for so and I'll be right here until we get somewhere. down the day but you keep walking away see I've gone crazy for your lightning eyes I see through your disguise I'm trusting what's inside I'm singing It's a comedy I used to laugh alone But the joke is now on me Cause she's not something That I'll get to love You think you know someone But this is a different song I'm singing out All I need Is you Exactly where I tried to get to for so And I'll be right here Until we get somewhere And I think I'm right Where I belong yeah. oh, oh. And I'll be right here all right sounds great man thank you thank you i love it there's a couple mess ups in there but i want to leave it for organic sake it just feels right you know <laughs> oh totally I didn't notice anything. Did you put Did the auto-tune auto -tune on, on for that one? I will later. We'll <laughs> cool, add that thank later. You, thank you. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right, great. Well, I've been here with Yam House tonight, and I'm um, here with Lars Pruitt. He's on vocals and guitar. We just heard him. Seth Bloom on electric guitar. Jake Felsto on drums. And Zach Beinlich on bass. Thanks so much for being in the studio with us tonight, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Bill. Thanks again to Yam House for joining us tonight on the live feed. For more information about the band, go to yamhouse.com. That's yamhouse, spelled Y-A-M-H-A-U-S, dot com. To stream tonight's show or any other episode of the live feed, go to kqal.org and look for program archives under the media tab. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and you've been listening to Yam House on the live feed. Thanks for listening to the live feed. 
The live feed is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information on tonight's show, visit us at kqal.org. Like what you just heard? Tune in to the live feed featuring local and regional artists every Wednesday and Friday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. The live feed is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.